Welcome, welcome, welcome to Beyond, the podcast for lion-hearted men. We are back again. Today we're spending time in meaningful conversations with young people, and it is an absolute honor for me. I love hearing their rawness. I love their honesty. I love getting beyond the bullshit and the platitudes and all the surface-level crap. I am deeply humbled and excited that I have found my own way to allowing my curiosity, my authenticity, my listening to create the space for real connection and deep deep dives. I believe it creates significant, essential space for our young people to feel seen, to feel safe, and to bring their wholeness alive. My most sincere belief is that all young people crave the kind of real conversations, these kind of real conversations, where they can bring themselves, where they can bring themselves fully and raw and exposed and passionate and vulnerable, and that they feel safe and they feel grateful for the opportunity to not have another meaningless, shallow, holiday party kind of experience that insults their intelligence and creates serious dissonance in their being. Today's conversation is with Theo Andrew. Theo is a magical, brilliant, brilliant game creator and player. If you ever get the chance to play a game with him, it will be an experience that will live with you forever. And Theo is really stuck. He is caught in a world asking him to jump through all the hoops, and he hates and he stinks at hoops. So his brilliance, his passion, and his aliveness is just caught and just dying. It leaves me deeply driven to unlock the potential in him and the incredibleness of all of our young people. So do come along as Theo shares the mindset of Generation Z, the hopelessness, the frustration, the powerlessness. It is, it is painful. But then we take a time and we turn it towards creating new pathways, new imaginings, and what and just we start to imagine what just might happen if if and when we unleash his gifts and the gifts of this generation i hope you enjoy this unfiltered glimpse into the challenging adventure our young people are living through theo is brilliant and beautiful and articulate and caring and vulnerable and real it is a real conversation it is the the struggle is real and you can hear it, and the deep desire for a life beyond, for him, a life beyond the struggle, beyond the hoops. So thank you for caring about our young people. Thank you for listening today, and welcome to the Beyond Conversations with my friends. Enjoy. What is your sense of what's happening in the world with trying to find your way into a meaningful life? I mean, I think one thing, especially that I realized um, about like school and everything that was going on with that Mm -hmm. um, is like, I think that I had, sort of just with all the like gen ed stuff that I was doing and all the online courses that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I guess 
like I lost sight of um the 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 goal basically mm-hmm. and i think that's what happened this semester this past semester and why it mm-hmm. was so shitty uh-huh um like i just lost sight of the goal that i was going for and then like without a goal like why do anything right so why or not anything but like why go through the why push through the boring shit if there's not a goal anyways right. um but then like on uh, a couple of people were like asking me like what I was doing and why I wanted to do it. And like, I would, I gave the same answers as I used to, but like, I just, I had forgotten them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not like, not like just... the word, I hadn't forgotten the words, but like I had, I had forgotten that that was my goal. Right. You had like lost touch with the feeling and the experience of, okay, here's what I'm aiming towards. Here's how I want, what the expression I want to bring to the world. Yeah. I had lost track of why I was doing it basically. And And what um, would you say is the why you're doing it? Well, it was just like what I wanted to be doing. Like I wanted to, one of the things that I wanted to do was um, like, I was asked by my step uncle, um, what like he asked me what I wanted to do when I was done with school and um I gave the same answers like one of my ideas was like making essentially like educational uh content with like games and stuff um yep. because I was a child who struggled with that like who struggled with the public school system and like needed or i didn't need an alternative because i'm also you know very smart in mm-hmm. my own way but mm-hmm. like i i definitely could have used an alternative um yeah. and so i think that like i would be a good candidate sort of for like designing something like that uh-huh. um and then also you're so brilliant with your game design and your and and like and like enrolling people in you know like again i just think of super camp where, where we met you know that that place of like of like getting people enrolled in the activity. Like you are really, really good at that. Like when you let your mind and your imagination wander into like, what does it take to get engaged in meaningful, interesting things? Like you, you show up in a big way. And so it looks like turning that towards education and saying like, how can we make school? How can we make education more interesting? Like, I feel like what I hear you saying is like, that's part of the, question of like, what do I want to do when I'm done with school? Like, what do I want to, you know, do with my life in a certain sense is, is, is help create meaningful educational experiences for young people. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one, the other, so I had two things that was one of them. And then the other one was like, um, essentially like I would be working for a company that makes games and then like gathering, uh, like community feedback about what they, like and don't like or like what they thought would be a good idea or what they thought would be a bad idea. And then like taking that feedback and converting it into like actionable items for developer, for the people who are making the game. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the two things. Um, mm-hmm. And I had just forgotten about that entirely. Mm-hmm. So and so what was it like to, what was it like? I mean, it, like, it seems like there's a, there's a way of forgetting about it sort of conceptually, like you just said, like I knew the words, but there's like a thing about forgetting about it conceptually. And then there's a thing about like sort of getting lost and forgetting like, okay, wait, that like, 
that lives like when you talk about that, Theo, there's a certain like energy that comes alive in your body around it of like, oh yeah, like that sounds kind of like pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely like losing it. It wasn't forgetting it. Like I I hadn't forgotten the words or anything, like you said. Like I, I didn't have to think. I wasn't like, oh, you know, I don't remember. It was just this is the answer. But I I had forgotten it. Yeah. Like you in my like you in my schooling. I couldn't I, I had forgotten I like I had lost sight of that picture, that future right. essentially. Right. Um, like you couldn't, you could you couldn't use it to, to be like, okay, I'm taking this class that I really don't like. I'm taking it because I have to take this to take the next one, but that the motivation or the like big picture goal out there, like you just lost it, like it got lost. And so you're just like, I have no idea why I'm taking this class and I, and I hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, and so how are you, what's, so what is that like now that you've, you know, you've gone to this family event and had to answer the question of like, well, what are you going to do after, you know, what are you going to do after school? And so now you've sort of reconnected to it in a certain way. It's actually kind of funny. Um, it hasn't had an impact yet because it's like the last two weeks of school. Um, so this semester is already lost essentially, but mm-hmm. like, and then I need to survive the summer and keep that in mind, like through the summer. So that, um, you know, I, I, like I have that going into the fall, but I think the fall is going to be a better semester if I can get a car because I want to be able to just have the freedom that comes with having a car. I want to mm-hmm. be able to like go places, do stuff. Um, and that includes go places includes school because I think I, <clears throat> yeah, I just want to be able to, go to classes instead of like not instead of just pretending that like everything's high school again. Cause I did not enjoy high school at all. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, so far college just taking gen eds online has been very high school in nature. So, right. I mean, certainly, I right. I mean, certainly like, again, we, I mean, we talk about this, but like the, the, the like that, that you arrived in New York to start, you know, this, this big courageous thing to like go and, you know, get to college, get out of, you know, like get like launch yourself and you arrive on your college campus and all of a sudden you're stuck in your house taking classes online. And it just is like, wah, 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 wah. like that is yeah. really a tough, really a tough deal. Cause that's hard enough for you anyway. Yep. And then it was just like, okay, now we're, now we're in this place of just like, Oh God. Yeah. Like it wasn't COVID didn't make school any, any more, difficult for me like in a vacuum Uh but it it just made like it forced me to have to do it to do the bad part again essentially like condensed even Mm because i don't want to take the classes that i'm interested in online because i i won't get the same experience online so i didn't want to take them i didn't want to take the good stuff like remote essentially and um and then just taking gen eds is not it's not fun. And mm-hmm. if it's something's not fun, it's harder for me. So, uh-huh. and so, yeah, right. <clears throat> right. And that motivation piece. And it's like, there's this fun, interesting thing that happens of like, you have to be able to hold on to the goal, the big picture piece in order to make the daily grind of like getting through this doable. How do you think that's ha- like, like when I think about 
you know, sort of the state of the world today, if you will, you know, that, that, that I might make, you know, that it occurs to me that a lot of young people are having a hard time because it's like, it doesn't look so bright out there. You know, it's like, there's a, you know, it's like, boy, things are like, we're in tough spot in a lot of different ways. Like the, the, you know, climate change and just the state of, you know, the state of the political world and the economic world, like the, you know, the justice world, like it's a little bit messy. And so I'm, does this, does this apply to like sort of the, how you, your sense of like how young, how you're doing or how like, you know, young absolutely. I mean, I, I was actually interested. I was talking with my dad about it. Um, yeah. So he drove me, he drove me to Pennsylvania and then my uncle, the, the local uncle was driving to and from Philadelphia to drop one of my cousins off at school because uh-huh. she had been back for Easter. So, um, my dad got me to Philly and then he picked me up on the way. So it was actually very convenient that it just happened to be on Monday. So, <laughs> but I was talking with my dad about it and um, like my entire generation, like the entire, the basis of Gen Z humor is just like defeatist, not giving a fuck. Like everything about my peers like online, the memes that we make, the jokes that we make, like it's all just, just being, just not caring. Cause like the world is fucked. So mm. like, why should we give a shit? And it's just interesting. Like how that's everybody. Uh, it's just so pervasive. Right. Um, and then, and and I then mean, it's, it's true, but like, it's also defeatist. So Right. And I mean, I'm, you know, right. So I'm just thinking of like, of, right. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, hmm. but yeah, but to answer your question, like the actual question, um, or, but as it applies to me, as it pertains sure. to me, yeah. um, I think, I mean, I don't know exactly. Like, obviously, you know, I, I haven't, not to get into a conversation about resurrection or what life after death. I don't, it's not the topic, but I don't have any memories of any other time periods. Right. So like, I, I don't know what's different, but like it's, it's definitely difficult to motivate to do something like long-term because I don't know how long the long-term actually is for me. Um, I know that like a lot of people, like a lot of my older colleagues, peers, mm-hmm. friends from work and stuff, like their parents will like talk to them about children and stuff. Like, when are you going to have kids? And then like part of the, the answer is like, well, I don't want to have kids because why would I want to like subject a child to this? Like, why would I want to subject my child to like this shitty world? Right. Like you guys fucked it up for the rest of us. <laughs> like you don't get to ask me to have kids now. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends share that sentiment. I have no clue if I want to have children. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I don't yet. Um, and that's all I know. And I'm okay with that, but yeah. Right. I mean, I imagine, you know, that that's going to create, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, you know, we can use this, the school piece, which is to say like, okay, so you had this realization of like, wait, okay, here's, you know, here's this energy in me that I forgot why I'm going to school. Like I forgot what the purpose of this was exactly. And so then I finally just recaptured it 
but now I have to wait through these next two weeks because it's too late. Because right. I kind of fucked, I kind of fucked this one up this semester up because I wasn't connected to this. And then the summer, which is like the summer, and then in the fall, and I have to somehow hang on to this idea of hope and this remembering that oh yeah, there is a reason I'm doing this. Like that seems hard to stay motivated. Yeah, you know? I mean, especially for me, like it it always has been um, yeah. a challenge to like stay motivated through that. Um, it's part of the reason that I played water polo year round. Part mm-hmm. of the reason that I played music year round. Like if I stopped, it was so hard to get back into it. Like I, I put my trumpet down after high school and I picked it up like two weeks ago and I've been wanting to play it the entire time. <laughs> like, um, unfortunately I haven't been able to play it much the past two weeks because I've been all over the place, but, um, right. But, but like, but like it's it, 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 what you're saying is, is like, this is a thing that you know that you wanted to be doing, that you enjoy yeah. doing, and yet you still had a hard time bringing yourself to do it. To get back into it, yeah. To get back into it. What do you think that is? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Like, my motivation has always been that way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like... Does it like part of, you know, part of the part, you know, where my, where my brain goes with this and we've been down these roads before, but is to say, you know, you have these goals of wanting to make educational content with games and to do work for a company that, that helps, you know, game, like, like collect feedback from people so that you can optimize games and people's experience and, you know, and again, I, I, I jump into the super camp thing, which is when you were talking about being, being on a leadership team and you were talking about, you know, really being, knowing that here's something that's good for people. Here's something that, that helped me feel alive, feel excited, feel like engaged. And like you devoted yourself to that. Like there wasn't a motivation issue in those, in those moments. Like you were late at night, you were up early in the morning you were using all of that beautiful, juicy creativity and care and like thought, like thoughtfulness. And like, like it was like, when I feel it, I can feel you, Theo, like, like all of that just awesomeness inside of you, like online, working, caring, loving, playing, creating, like in the just like wonderful juiciness of all of that. Yeah. And so I, I always think like, so, you know, I, you know, I don't know, like how do, how do we recreate that for you? You know, like, like why, you know, is the idea of like school, whatever that means, like I, I'll just speak for me, my experience in school. And when I hear people talking about school, I seldom, I did hear one, I did hear a story the other day, but I more often than not hear the, the challenge like the lameness, sorry for the judgment if there is one there, but like the, like the lack of energy in school versus that experience where it's like there's an aliveness in there. And like what would happen if we could create more of that aliveness and experiences? I don't know. Does that um, sound exciting to you? Yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. But like I, I don't know how to do – I like I don't know what that would look like for me or how to get there. Like – yeah that's not, it's just not what school is right now. Right. It's not my experience with school. And so it's hard to imagine like what to do to change it. 
because it's also like it's a massive system right so it's resistant yeah. to change totally. despite totally. being a terrible system <laughs> right but like I, I like 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 i wonder if part of the motivation challenge is a knowing inside of you that's just like uh like i feel like i don't know that i'm going to get out of this what i actually want to get out of this right oh, excuse me <laughs> right of just like yeah. okay here investing all this time and money. And I like, I notice myself not being able to get motivated for it. And then I'm going to do it. And I'm going to end up, you know, like two and a half years from now or three and a half years from now or however long from now. And then I'm going to be ready to like start my life. Yeah. That strikes me as, uh, that takes a lot of inner oomph. Yep. And it seems like, and if I apply that to like what you were talking about earlier, like, or the, you know, one of like, you know, the, the sort of challenge of Gen Z, you know, this defeatist feeling of like, wait a second. Okay. So what is the long game? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced the long game is, is, is actually, uh, <laughs> meaningful. Boy, does it make getting motivated today to do the dishes tough to get out of yeah. bed, to do whatever. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to motivate to, like, spend four years at school, right, to, like, take four years out of your out of your life, for lack of a better term, to then, like, like, you know, in, you know, the board game life? Yes. The, the extremely accurate and addictive I, board game yes, life, where the, the end goal story. is money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you can choose to go to college, right, and it, like, sets you back a little bit. But then like, or you can just choose to enter the professional world and like, it's not college is not like a safe bet anymore. Cause it used to be that like, you'd go to college for four years and then you would have your entire life. But like, I think a big part of the problem is that young people don't know how long their entire life is. So like, I, we, I mean, me, especially like, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to, like, reap the benefits of whatever I do. Mm-hmm. And that's it, it's that challenging. Feel, yeah, I mean, that's true, right? I mean, that's true because we're humans, right? I mean, we don't yeah. we don't feel like death is all over the place. Like, you could walk out your well, door. Well, I just mean that, like, death is, like, less so individual death, but, like, the end of human civilization, the world, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's much closer than it has been in the past. And so, it, like, it's 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 not so much that like I might die, but it's like everything might end. <laughs> and then I, is, what, right. what will I have gotten out of it? Like I'll have gone to school and been sad for four years and then I'll like have been happy working. Uh, well, working, right? Like, you know, you have to, you go to school for four years and then you work for 10 years and then you have money and you can start to like build your life. Right. Um, and like, that's already 14 years on top of 14, 12 years of, public school which you can only start when you're six so like you're in your mid-30s at that point and then you know we're all dead because the earth got too hot and we couldn't live anymore so yeah it's just it's it's, it's impossible right i mean can i just name the place of like how like it's wild to think that you know you're talking about the, the end of earth's you know life human civilization and life on earth and it's just like that we aren't talking about you know like for so long it was like Oh yeah, in like eight billion years, the sun yeah. is going to run out of fuel, 
And like, that's pretty far away, like 8 billion years. Like we got a few lifetimes to live before then, but you're now talking about like making it till you're 30. Like that's, you know, like day, like we're like, like the scope of from 8 billion to like a couple decades or that is like, I mean, just that it's, we're in, we're in pretty remarkable times right at the moment. Um, and, 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 and it, and it's, it's, it's fascinating to think of a whole generation of young folks, um, you know, making so many defeatist jokes and, and, you know, like that's the humor and it's just like, Oh, haha, like life is going to end. So why, like, like, you know, you know, what else do you have to do other than be anxious and depressed and like, you know, not really be able to get yourself going in the world. Like that kind of makes sense. Excuse me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so will you play a game with me is it fun well i maybe i think so i i find it i find i think i think the game is this is like is like one of the things you just said and one of the things i've been thinking about and talking about with um actually with jordan is um is how to get you know you know him like how to get people enrolled in different in different possibilities and different in different ways because different like activities, different ways of spending time, different ways of being engaged. And, and the thing that that is occurring to me is, is that, um, that what we need to do is start to build imaginings, build possibilities, build, um, alternative dreams, alternative, like possibilities that we can then um, have as way things to live into, if you will, like things to guide, like what you're saying is, is like, well, I can't, you know, like, 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 you know, the game of life offers like go to college, don't go to college. And like, those are the options, but there's a lot of, I mean, if we, if we really think about it and step back, like there's as many options as, as, as are possible, but what's happening is, is that there's not any alternative or any, I don't know if I want to call them alternative imaginings of, how do you build a meaningful life? You know, like, like what would it be like for you to live each day? Like what would it take for you to live each day in the exuberance and the excitement and the aliveness of using your creativity, of using your, you know, current curiosity of using the beautiful gifts that you have to be creating something. Cause what I, what I think Theo is, is like that expression of you the way that I think of it is like, is like there's energy out like floating around in the cosmos, in the world, wherever it is. And it's looking for a way to come into the, in, into this like human form, you know? And it's like, it's out there and it's not like what's, what the, the energy that's currently coming in is just like depression and anxiety and war. And we're going to fight each other. And, you know, Putin is an asshole and, and, you know, this whole like, political nonsense and like and like all of that energy is finding its way in but what's not finding its way in or is finding its way in in many ways like like what i want to do is is offer the place of like the anchor the 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 conduit the conductor of energy that is like wanting to be excited and exuberant and fuck if we're going to go out in a couple decades let's at least have fun doing it you know like let's be in love and let's be in connection and let's like live each day with the exuberance and the aliveness it's possible. Yeah. You know? And so like, like the game that I want to play is like, 
like how do we imagine like what what does that world start to look like not entirely sure to be honest um i think hmm If you were going to start with game design and you were going to design a world or a game that, that helped people feel motivated and excited. Like, how do we, how do we, how do we begin? Is it, you know, is it left to right? Is it right to left? Is it top? Is it, is it up down? Is it, you know, like probably be, I mean, it probably, the, the only thing that I can think of, like the thing that comes to mind, I mean, is, like you don't control a character, so it wouldn't be any of those. Um, right. But it would be, I guess, sort of like, I don't know, like, uh, okay, words. Let's see. So I think, I mean, I think the main thing that's lacking is just hope, essentially, like in a word. So <laughs> something in which, you as the player of the game would be able to like fix not our, the the human like current civilization world but like something similar i guess um like there would be some civilization that was like on a brink right um on what on what on a brink on a brink. Okay. I see. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the conflicts would be. Sure. Um, but like, I imagine, and then like you would do something to stop badness, bad events from occurring. Um, and then, you know, once you've successfully like saved the, that civilization, like you would get a harder challenge essentially. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and then eventually, like, you're doing it in real life. Uh, like, I mean, maybe we could do some, like, Ender's Game type bullshit where we actually do have somebody do it in real life, but they don't know it's real life, right? You know? Well, that'd be... <laughs> right, we get that yeah. Like, is there, is there, um, right, and so there's some level where it's just like, right, it's like, it's like, it's like starting to feel like you are having some impact, um, Jane McGonigal, um, who's a game designer, like does a lot of, you know, um, reality is broken. Maybe is her book. I don't know, but he says there's like four things about why people play video games. And one is, is that it's one is, is that it's like, you're solving epic challenges. One is, is that you're doing meaningful work. One is, is that you're having social impact. And then the other one is, 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 um, you know, that, that, that like, I don't know, it's something along those lines, but that, but it's like, you know, in video games, you're like saving the world. Yeah. You know? And so like, that's appealing because like people want to do that. And so, you know, they've manufactured gamers have manufactured these ways to, to do like, you know, take on epic challenges, like really challenge yourself to step up and to up level and to feel really good about who you're being and how you're being. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, that, like that actually makes a ton of sense to me. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, well, how do we map that onto actually our lives? And so that we don't, you know, so that we're actually having meaningful days of feeling motivated, of feeling connected, of feeling alive, of feeling, you know, the opposite of, of, of lame, lost and lonely and depressed and anxious, which so many people are feeling, you know, so it's like, I, I like that idea, Theo, of starting to like, you know, to, helping to find something that's on the brink and then start to build there, you know, and then, and then, and then eventually translate it into bigger and bigger challenges. How about like, like part of, part of, part of the, part of the, 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 there's a, a roomy quote, which maybe I've read before, which is like out beyond right doing and wrongdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. And the idea being that like out beyond, like, like out, it, what I like to think is like in the beyond, there is a way of seeing the world, a way of seeing things that, that we have to somehow shift our perspective out of this, like hopelessness, out of this, the world is ending out of the, like, you know, the only option we have is to fight evil and to be on the side of good. But we need to like actually be having a different kind of conversation. We need to be having a different kind of experience. And so how, like, is, can you imagine a way in like a game or like in the world of like creating, you know, like, how do we help people see, how do we help you? How do I help you see a different perspective of saying like, actually, um, it may be that the world is ending, but it also may be that this is an amazing time to be alive and that there is so much opportunity to do mostly anything you want to do, you know, and that it's possible. You know, like, like how do we shift the perspective over to that in some interesting way? I don't know. I mean, part of the, I'd say the biggest conceptual problem with like converting that idea into a game is that like, I mean, it's just very non-standard to like not be the good guy in a video game. Mm. You know what I mean? Um <clears throat> So, like, if there's an antagonist, usually your job is to stop it, them, whatever. Um, So, I don't know how you, how one would create, like, you still need to have a reason to want to play, right? Yeah. And, um... I don't know how, how you would, how you would motivate somebody to, to do that third option. essentially. Right. Right. I mean, okay. So now let's, let's just bring it back to you for a moment, which is to say like, you know, what, what, you know, um, if you had the option today of like, of like living with aliveness, you know, of like feeling motivated of doing work that is meaningful. Like if I were to hand you a job that, that is like, okay, so here you go. Like, um, um, you, you know, you don't need to do any schooling. Like you're already qualified and you're going to have to learn a lot. Like you're going to have mm-hmm. to be willing mistakes. You're going to be, have to be, have to be willing to like be humble. You're going to have to be willing to do some hard work. You're really going to have to be willing to like show up in a way that maybe you've never shown up before but like, I'm going to give you an opportunity to both 
learn like you've never fucking learned and challenge you to step up and bring all that beautiful creativity that you have and that beautiful ability that you have that is so fucking brilliant. Like, like go like, 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 you know, like I, I think that you want, you would want that. I mean, you know, absolutely. 100%. I would love that. Yeah. Without having to like jump through all the hoops or jump through all the, like, you know, being qualified or whatever, you know, whatever that, right. whatever that mean. Like that would feel alive for you. Yeah. Um, I think the, the main disconnect like with that and the game idea is that like games are not like, I don't, I personally think that a game that is designed to like replace life is bad because that's yeah. how, like, that's how, you get, I mean, it, it needs to be fake enough. It needs to be real enough that it's like intriguing and interesting, but it needs to be fake enough that like, it's not going to like replace life. Yes. But like the reason is it's, I don't know. Fuck. What's the book called? There's this book where like everybody is essentially like trapped in this futuristic, like it's a futuristic post-apocalyptic world. And like the reason every it's like Wally situation. Yeah. And the reason that everything's gone to shit is because everybody just lives in just for example, I'm not saying that this is what Facebook is doing, but like, it, but like everybody lives in the metaverse. Right. So like nobody takes care of the world anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, if a game experience is too, too addictive, like, it, it can be extremely dangerous. Sure. And making sure that that doesn't fucking ruin everything sure. is important. And, and but I think it you- also needs to be good enough that, like, you would want to spend time in it, but you would also want to, like, preserve real life rather than replace so I don't know. Right. I don't and I mean, think, I, my sense is that, I mean, if I, if I, if I, if I'm following you correct, like my sense is like, there's, it's, we're in an interesting place in some of it, where some people want to like disappear into the virtual world, you know, yeah. the, the, the digital technology. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you want to sometimes. Right. And it's like, you know, the, the world of virtual reality, the world of world creating the world of like, Oh, well let's like Wally, you know, like, Oh, we'll just go live on a spacecraft and like until the you know world recovers or we'll go live in Mars or whatever. Like there's, you know, there's definitely people who are headed down that road and want that as, as you know, their reality. It strikes me as like, I don't know. I watch a lot of people do that. And it seems like it's a pretty, at this moment, like unmotivated, unfulfilling, you know, there's not a lot of, it's fun until it's not, you right. know, and that, and that what, what there's a lot of other of us, of us. And I think you just said this, which is like, if I'm offered a life that is meaningful and fulfilling and, and like, let's just say real in the sense of like, you know, there's like, like spinach to eat and like the soil is healthy and the, you know, there's fish in the ocean and there's, you know, like, you know, sort of the world as we know it is in some level of healthfulness and we're able to be connected in real life and actually like have sex with people and like touch them and love them and feel them and be friends and, you know, have uh, share Seder dinners and Passover and Easter dinner, you know, whatever break bread. Um, like that, that's pretty appealing to people, at least some people. Yeah, certainly is to me. 
Yeah. And yet, and yet it's, and yet it's like the, the idea of like finding your motivation to, to, to get that is challenging. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was I going to say? I think a large part of the appeal to a lot of video games is just the amount of control you have, like as a, I have. Um, like when I'm playing Minecraft, like everything, you know, aside from a couple bad guys, like everything is exactly how I want it, right? Because I built it. But then like in the world, in the real world, that's very much not the case. So I've been saying a lot this week, you know, I've been saying a lot this week and, and you know me, you know, this place around like we have got to get good at being uncomfortable and we've got to get good at adversity and we've got to get good at, at, at standing at the edge of the mystery and just breathing and, and allowing life to unfold in the way that it does. Because if you aren't good at adversity and you aren't good at being uncomfortable in the world today, you are fucked because it's all over the place. And I would make yeah, the case, for sure. I would make the case that not even today, like, I mean, not even in the sort of, you know, bleak kind of, you know, I, again, I, I, I'm in a place where I'm just like, I actually see a huge amount of possibility and hope in the world and an opportunity to bring love and care and connection in a world that is, you know, like for me, it's like, we, you know, like we kind of have to go down. I'm excited about it because it's like, in order for us to get out of this mess, like we have to create something really, really different. Like we really have to change our perception and do things. And like, and like, and that's exciting for me, you know? And like, if I'm going to go down in the ship, I want to go down in that ship, you know, if that right metaphor probably isn't, but, um, um, you know, but like, like I'm excited it. Right. Thank you. (laughs) You know, like I'm excited about, I'm excited about, I'm excited about that, that potential and want to, and want to bring that to the world. But it's like, there is going like learning just by definition has to be uncomfortable. Like there has to be failure. There has to be risk. There has to be like, um, you know, um, being willing to, to stand in front of a person you have a crush on and in face to face, like at and say to them, like, Hey, I like you. I'd like yeah. to take you out. I'd like to hold your hand. And they might say like, I'm not interested. Or they might say like, wow, then like pull you into an embrace. But that is risky. Yep. But it's also like deliciously alive, you know? So, so for me, I really hear you, Theo. And I think that's part of the, the interesting part for me of what's happening is that, we, is that games and, and so much of like these technologies of control are like wanting things to be organized and simple and so that we can, we can you know, like, like our experience is controlled. And I just think like, mm-mm, like that, no, like, let's go for the opposite. Like, let's actually be in the mystery and get really good at that. Yeah. Do you remember um, the, the like maze, I think it was called from Supercamp? Uh-huh. It's like, you know, you have like the grid and you have to figure out your way across. Totally. It. I yep. think that people these days are like far too terrified of the beeps were the good ones or the, the okay ones. Right. Well, the, right. The way that it works is if you're walking in and you get a beep, it's just, it's just, it's you just, just walk out. It's information and you have to make your way out. A buzz yeah. is that you've done something wrong. Right. Yeah. And I feel, I think that, I mean, I think other people more than me because I've been to super camp. Yeah. Um, it, I think that just people are like, they, 
either they're afraid of beeps or they're like, they think that a beep is the same thing as a buzz or I don't know exactly like mm-hmm. what I don't want to speak for other people. Um, but I mean, I, I personally am like, I don't, I, I sometimes feel like getting a beep is like, it's, it's bad. It's not just information, right? Like it's scary. It's a, I did something wrong. Right. Um, and I mean, technically I did do something wrong, but it's not like I did something bad wrong. It's just, I did something incorrect. Yeah. Um, and then I learned from it, but, mm-hmm. um, I have definitely recently struggled with doing stuff, just doing stuff and learning from it. Um, <clears throat> that's been a major theme for the past year mm-hmm. for, I mean, not, not even just for me, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but, um, especially for me because yeah. of my situation, my, my situation is like a lot. It's, it's very distilled. Um, like a lot of people went through similar stuff, but like, I feel like my situation is very, like, it's kind of the story book situation, like in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's it called? The base case or whatever. Um, you know, move to a place, get shut down. Life ends for three months, right? Three years. Sorry. Um, well, supposedly three months. Right. And then six months and then, and then 12. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've been, I mean, I've always been, uh, less willing to, to mess up. Like I like being right a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well in the game, there's a, right. I mean, it's an interesting distinction, Theo, cause it's, cause it's right. And I think that's part of what, I, I see you unraveling and I think what needs to be unraveled, you know, in the game, the, the nature of the thing is that you step into a new space and you have no idea what, there's no way to know actually what the right next move is. Like, like yeah. you just like, and so, and so, you know, watching people in that scenario in the game, which is like, they stand there and they stand there and they like take, they like listen to advice from other people. They hesitate, they stand there, they don't know what to do. And really all it is, is just like, it's just stepping, it's just taking the, you know, it's just gathering information. I mean, it's just stepping into a new square to see if that's the right path forward. And, and there's no way to know. Yep. There's nothing literally, unless you're like wickedly intuitive and have some, you know, other, you know, kind of thing going on, which is possible, but like, there's no, you know, and other than that, there's like, you just don't know. And then you step and then you, it's a beep. And then it's just like, that's information that, that, that is not the right way forward at this time. And then you have to back your way out in the same yeah. way you came into the maze. Right. right. And then if you, and then if you get a buzz, that means you, 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 you messed up on the path that you actually have already created that, you know, is the right way to that point. Or you just broke one of the other rules. Or you broke, right, I mean, talk. for the one that I was there, we, we weren't allowed to talk. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Um, so well, for the first one that I was there for the second one, they pulled the L track away. Cause we knew what we were doing. Right. That one was, is that always the same by the way, where the L track uh, get pulled away and they get given two mazes and it like switches every time they get, yeah, I mean, that's what it was there's, for us. The maze is a fun, is a fun, it's a really fun tool. I mean, it's really interesting watching people on it and given the context of what we're talking about. Yeah. 
you know, and so there is really a place and, and of, of, um, um, you know, and just as sort of as we wrap up here, you know, it's just this place of like, this feels like interesting territory. I'm very intrigued, Theo. And I would, you know, want to keep talking about this idea of like how to create an imagining for you, you know, of like, and, and, and like, and not only an imagining, but actually like the experience of being able to step into your life and know that that is a beautiful path forward. Yeah. You know, without like playing this sort of game that's like, Oh, well, I just, you know, like it's, it's, I can see it being really hopeless and really like not really meaningful, but I'm going to do it anyway, because that's the only story I know. Like that seems like, Oh boy. Uh, Like I feel a real call to try to create some other stories and other possibilities of like, okay, we got to reimagine that and, and help people. And I think, you know, when we talk to Jordan and Jordan is like saying to his friends on a Saturday night, like, come on guys, let's not drink. Like, let's not drink and just chase girls. Like, let's actually, you know, like sit and have a conversation about stuff that matters. Let's you know, actually I think, sit and talk about our feelings. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it's just like, I mean, it's just a funny scenario where he keeps offering it, but it's just like the option in that moment, you know, the option in that moment, it's like, what, which, which, which direction is compelling? You know, it's like, well, partying is totally fun because we can imagine and know what that looks like, you know, right. and know the experience of it. And even if we don't love it, it's, it's at least known. This other thing is like an unknown entity that I can't even bring my imagination to. But if we can create what that might look like and like, like, like actually like have a picture of, of what that is and why it's meaningful and start to really have that be part of the experience of, of, of all of us, then it becomes more possible. Right. You know, and so I think part of our work here is to say, and I'd love for you to keep thinking about it. It's like what, like, like it feels a little bit abstract as I'm talking about it, but like, I hope that makes sense of like, like, let's keep imagining into like, what is that picture that wants to, you know, how do we, and how do we, and how do we offer it so that there's less, you know, so that people have something to, to, you know, it offers hope. Yeah, for sure. So thanks, my friend, for just exploring all this stuff. Yeah, you too. Good to talk with you about it. Likewise. Yeah. Mm. And I really do think, like, I really want, you know, like, like, I wish I could offer you that job. You know, like, I want to, because, like, because, like, you don't need, you don't need to go to school, you know, to I mean, this is just my, my perspective. Like you don't need to go to school and I'm, and I'm not even very optimistic. Sorry that, that, um, you know, that you're going to take classes and have experiences that are going to, that are going to, that are going to offer you anything significantly more than what you already have. You're already capable of doing everything you talked about, you know, and there's not to say that, not to say that there isn't things to learn and not to say that you're like, you know, like there isn't stuff to go, but like you, like you are so capable right now of, of creating games, of creating educational opportunities, of, of using your genius and your creativity to dive into some really, it's hard. Like this is hard work. Like it's interesting. There's hard, big nuanced questions of, and a lot of different levels, but like those are, that's where the learning happens. Like that's the juiciness of it all. You know, like you could be doing that right now. Yeah you know, and learning about, you know, like learning what you need to learn 
like what, like actually like what else, what other skills, what other ideas, what other ways, like then the learning becomes real because you're actually wanting to use it for the thing you're trying to create. Right. Yeah. And it's like somehow we got to get you the permission, you know, get you the permission or the, or the, or the, or the, or the, or the infrastructure or something that allows that to be happening now versus after you jump through these meaningless hoops that are just, you know, yeah, that old game of life. Indeed. Indeed. Well, my friend, good to be with you on this day. Thanks for taking time. Also, my, my dad says hi, just so you know. Yeah. yeah, really. Like, thank you. I, yeah, yeah. I love it so much hearing the stories of you and your dad being there. And, you know, I just know how close you guys are and, and, um, thanks for that. It's really awesome. Please say, say hello to me if, when you talk to him next. Oh baby, that is some juicy, juicy, good territory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I can feel you out there listening for your curiosity for just coming along on this exploration of this difference between the game world and the real world. I feel like there's so many more conversations about that. And I keep just so intrigued to keep diving in there with Theo and others. I absolutely love the combination of conceptual ideas and honest, meaningful, personal reflection on his journey. Our humble meandering are vulnerable meandering through life. It feels like we found some really important and meaningful territory for Theo where we allow his allowed his passion and his intellect to come forward and to guide us into into those meaningful those meaningful questions, those big, big questions, those questions that allow us to imagine into other possibilities. Your presence makes a difference. Your care matters. I'm excited to share these connections with you. I'm I'm excited to share these conversations with young people because they matter and they are meaningful and they bring these guys forward in really, really powerful ways. So please do share your reflections, your questions, your feelings. You can email me at morgan at morganrich.com, morgan at morganrich.com, or please leave a comment. This has been yet another adventure in the beautiful beyond. This place for lion-hearted men, young and older. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your care. And here is wishing you an amazing and meaningful day today, wherever, wherever you may be.